BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Hi, I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. On this episode, we're going to talk some rock, some metal, and anything else we feel like. We're also going to jam some tunes, have a drink, and share some honest opinions. Thanks for listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Let's get things started. Here's an old classic that sounds just as good today as it did when we were kids.
Elimination by Overkill here on Talking Metal. What a classic. Getting through the COVID here. I hope you guys are uh, doing the same. Not not that I had COVID-19. I'm just saying getting through this nonsense. It seems like maybe we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel here, at least in New Jersey, where we were hit uh, very hard here in the States, the epicenter right outside of New York City here in North Jersey. So, um, God, I am ready, man. I, I'm ready to venture out. I've been getting out a little bit more, you know, going to get coffee. And I met up with my dad today uh, for, for lunch and uh, some other activities. So, yeah, going to take the kids to visit my mom on, on Monday. She hasn't seen them in months. So let's let's hope the, the, uh, the light is going to come back shining and bright and it's not just going to be a light at the end of the tunnel uh, I'm I'm ready for it you know some people are like you know that'll be it we'll get back to normal other people think there's a second wave coming I, I have no clue I all my predictions about this thing were were wrong so I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to share them anymore because I don't have them anymore honestly I, I listen to Emily she seems to be a lot more clued into stuff than me um, at least as far as this whole thing goes so there you go. Um, let's uh, let's celebrate Bobby Blitz coming back to the podcast today. Metal Dan on Patreon. I know you were asking for an interview with Bobby Blitz, so here you go. We got it. Uh, it's uh, it's Bobby and Mark Mangi, and they are here to talk about a new cover project that they have, like cover songs. They're doing cover songs. So they're gonna fill us in on that in just a second. So please hang tight. We're going to get to that. We're going to play uh, a song for, for Jerry from Long Island. We're going to end with that song, Jerry. Stay tuned. And speaking of Metal Dan on Patreon, let's uh, play a tune. This is PST88 by Pantera off that Power Metal album, which I just don't get why they don't release this this record. They, they need to uh, release it. It's a part of Pantera's history. You know, Dime and... Uh, Vinny and Rex and, and Phil were all on this record together. I've spoken to Phil about it. He seems cool with it. And a lot of people like this record. So why is it not released? You have to go like bootleg it. And, and I don't know. They could be making money off it. It's a good record. It's nothing to be embarrassed by. It, back before Dimebag was known as Dimebag, he was Diamond Daryl on this record. And he actually handles the lead vocals on this song again this is pst 88 by pantera Saturday night 
Was bist du? PST88 by Pantera, going out to Metal Dan, who is a great supporter on Patreon. If you don't support us on Patreon, please do. We could use the support. Uh, Other ways you can support is using our Amazon links. Listen, no one likes to go to the stores anymore. Everyone wants deliveries. I get it. I'm the same. Before you go to Amazon to place that order, just go to TalkingRock.net or TalkingMetal.com. Use our Amazon links to link through. And then uh, just shop on Amazon like you normally would. There's no markup or anything like that. It's just one minor additional step, and that's going to my website, TalkingMetal.com or TalkingRock.net, before you uh, go to Amazon. Just use our links to take you over to Amazon. That's it. And you guys used to do real good with those Amazon links, and I'm shocked in this whole COVID-19 thing that they aren't bulked up, but apparently people aren't using them that much anymore. I, I got like a check from Amazon. It used to be like, you know, every month it'd be like 80 bucks. It was for like 21 bucks. I was like, what the hell? So yeah, it's uh, the simplest really way to support Talking Metal. It's free too. You don't you don't have to do Patreon. You don't have to do PayPal. None of that stuff. It's just, just go to my website before you make a purchase. I'd appreciate it. And on that note, let's get into an in- this interview I did with Bobby and Mark. Here we go. All right. So we have Mark Mengi and Bobby Blitz on the line. How are you guys? Great to talk with you. Hey, man. Good to be talking to a fellow Jersey guy here. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Mark, where where are you from originally? From the island of Long. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's where I reside still, so. Right on. Well, I'm psyched because you guys have, I guess I'd call it a new project, BPMD. And, uh, I mean, speaking of Long Island, some some great covers by at least a couple Long Island bands on this, right? Cactus, Mountain, among many others. Let's talk about this whole thing. The album is called American Made, and it is out June 12th. The tracks I heard sound just great. How'd this all come together? Oh, that would be the, uh, came from the brain of an eight-year-old child. I'm not joking. <laughs> um, he's, spe- he's speaking about himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, last summer, just hanging out, uh, you know, summer night, chilling out, drinking a beer, hanging by the fire pit, and uh, listening to tunes. And my sons uh, said, hey, Dad, you guys should cover the song. We should play the song. And it was Saturday Night Special by Skinner. And I immediately thought, nah, that won't work because, you know, he, he and I are assuming Metal Allegiance. And um, then as the song was playing, I kept hearing these different guitar parts and guitar riffs and rhythms and, and drum patterns. And started hearing these things, I, I called Blitz. And I was like, hey, man, what do you think about doing something like this? And right then and there, this, this was born, you know, literally within a five minute span from that, from that night. So let's talk about some of the, the bands, the Long Island bands, uh, Cactus. Can, can we talk a little bit about that band and how, what influence they were on you and any memories you can share on Cactus? Well, that was, that was one of my picks. Uh, we all picked two songs, uh, which was kind of the rules. It had to be in the seventies. It had to be released in the seventies. Uh, everybody gets two picks. There's no vetoing those two picks. I picked uh, Cactus Evil, and I also picked uh, Mountain Never in My Life. And and now the reason I picked these tunes was because the impact they had on me as a kid. And, I mean, you, you kind of have to remember with me, I mean, I was growing up during this era. This was like, for me, just trans, 
you know, just transporting myself in 2020 back to 1971, you know, and being able to kind of uh, revisit my youth. And the impact that these songs had on me, especially the Cactus Tomb, was that it was, it was really, for me, the first time I said, okay, I get what's coming next, and that's metal follows this. Uh, and this was a, you know, a hard rockin' blues number that was reimagined by a Long Island band in the early 70s that was originally written by, by Willie Dixon, you know, in the 50s. So I, I suppose if we broke any rules, this one wasn't written in the 70s, but presented in the 70s by Cactus. So for my thinking was, wow, if, if we could give this song even more legs in 2019 when we recorded it, uh, it just kind of shows uh, how the longevity of, of uh, well-written songs, well-presented songs, uh, are what it's all about. So I, I did pick the Cactus song that was based on a, you know, the impact it had on me as a kid. Right on. And another Long Island band that's on there, of course, Mountain. You guys go, you don't do Mississippi Queen. You go a little deeper than that. What, can you tell us about what song you covered by Mountain? Uh, we did. That's a, the other pick of mine. That's uh, Never In My Life. And and that was kind of the idea. I mean, the, the two picks I had for sure, the Cactus Tune and the Mountain Tune, they were deeper cuts. Um, I did have that record climbing. And, you know, the idea for me and, and what Mountain did was, I mean, it, it, how did three guys sound so big uh, with so much vibe? That's that's was the, the inspiration I had when I was when I was younger. But I own that record. So sure, I knew Mississippi Queen. I knew it even from the radio in that era. But uh, but doing stuff like Never in My Life was was a deeper cut. And I remember I remember Overkill had even talked about doing that as a cover of Cheese back about five six years ago, and it never came to fruition. So when I really think that when Mark brought this up to me and he's like, "Hey, would you pick uh, what two songs would you pick?" and it was out of my mouth already, Never in My Life by Mountain. And he's like, "Oh, great! This is, <laughs> this is awesome." <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so that was uh, that was another pick of mine. Awesome. And Mark, what were some of your picks? So obviously Saturday Night Special, because that was kind of the uh, the catalyst of this whole thing. So I was obliged to uh, go with that. And then I picked uh, Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers by ZZ Top. Yep. Cool. And, so you know, with that one, Beer Drinkers, you know, it's funny. With Saturday Night Special, I didn't go into it thinking – you know, what's going to make me shine as a bassist? Really didn't even do that with beer drinkers. I kind of, I look at it as a song perspective. You know, what would be a really cool song? Um, and with beer drinkers, as we're, when we all got together at Mike's house to kind of arrange and re record these songs, kind of hit on me. We could be like a thrash metal jam band, <laughs> you know? And, um, and I think we kind of touch on that a little bit within our recorded version because we're kind of the four of us are all over in completely different places throughout that song, which is great. And it works. And we all find our way back in, in on that song. So to me, that's one of my favorite songs on the record, just because we're each doing something completely different and yet it still works. Um, and when that happens, when you're jamming and you're, you're playing and you're arranging and you have that chemistry, you know, you get a cool outcome from it. Absolutely cool. And Absolutely. some of the other highlights off the record for you guys that we haven't mentioned? Well, you know, for me, you know, the way that this worked, there was, you know, there were songs, again, transposing myself, just revisiting my youth. This was a, this was a welcome vacation. This was one of those where you get back into the reason 
you know, you're doing music. It's that it's fun. It's cool. It brings a smile to your face. But shit, man, I, I, I knew American bands. I mean, I could sing that in shower when I was 13. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, so the other picks for me were, were cool because I was familiar with many of them. But the, the challenges were songs like uh, Phil Demel's uh, Tattoo Vampire, uh, DOA by Van Halen, uh, because I never presented David Lee Roth uh, in, in, in my life. I don't think I ever had covered a song or just even kidding around or, you know, picked up, um, you know, uh, uh, where we would jam it at a sound check or something. So this was uh, the challenge for me. Was, uh, so there was some learning in it, not just like it just totally rolled rolled out of us or out of me, for instance, um, when, when trying to present uh, a David Lee Roth vocal. Yeah, you know, me right too. You know, those are those are my two challenges of the record. And I, I wouldn't even say challenge. They just made me think. You know, I'd never learned a Van Halen song before, believe it or not, um, on bass. And I never and I never even heard the song Tattoo Vampire. And this is coming and I I live about ten minutes from where uh Boris Occult was formed. <laughs> you know, um I never even heard the song before. So to me, again, it was how do we challenge ourselves? And and that's why this rule of each pick two songs, if you can't argue it, you got to do it. It really opens you up to not only being a better musician, but to, to be exposed to more music that you never thought you would listen to. Right on. And as far as like the other members go, Mike Portnoy is uh, on drums. What were some of his picks? Do you, do you guys remember what he brought to the table? Toys in the Attic and uh, Wang Dang Sweet Pung Tang. Um, I thought some pretty uh, unique picks. Even, even Toys, obviously everybody knows it, but it's uh, right. it's it's the gritty it's the gritty Aerosmith. It's the uh, it's the Aerosmith. You know, I always remember Aerosmith as almost being that rock and roll band that was, it, regardless of their popularity in the era, they still uh, presented themselves almost like an underground band. I mean, it was obviously their hit machine uh, since, but back in the seventies, they were, a, I mean, a super gritty hard rock band, and and that to me was, uh, uh, you know, is one of the quintessential picks on this record because it's, uh, you know, what says American uh, hard rock or American made in the nineteen seventies better than Aerosmith and and even better than the Walk This Way or or. Um, Dream on, something like that. This was the uh, this was the underneath pick, in my opinion. Right on it. Toys in the attic, of course, we're talking about, it. and there is a music video for that, which is a lot of fun. Kind of, I guess I'd call it animated, right? I mean, it's 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 unique. It has a cool look about it. It's it's, pand- like- it's a pandemic video. It's like Tim Burton meets South Park. Right. <laughs> It's a good analogy. Cool. And I did want to just check in with you guys on your your other stuff. I know uh, we were planning to go see Overkill at the Wellmont in Montclair, and the, the show was, was canceled uh, kind of expectedly at that point. But uh, are you going to be able to make up that date at some time? Oh, sure. I mean, I, you know, I mean, this is... We're trying. I think the best way to deal with individuals during this particular time. I'm not, not just talking about overkill. I'm talking about you know anybody who's out there. Is that you know business as usual is a great thing. So you know in our heads, uh, on our computers, with our agents, we are replanning these shows. That's that goes without a doubt. But we just want to make sure that it's at you know it's at the right time. Right. You know you don't want to go out too early and have a half a house. You want everybody to to come safely and uh, and be comfortable and confident that. Uh, 
you know, they're not walking out with something that, uh, that could change their lives. So, so sure, it's business as usual. We're writing tunes. We're, we're you know, uh, blocking out sections of the calendar for, for late 20, uh, uh, or early 2021. And Good. as far as uh, late 2021, so we can get, we can get this uh, machine up and rolling again. Cool. And I read working on the, the 20th record, right? What a milestone. <laughs> I've said it just in the last interview. He who dies with the most toys wins. <laughs> right on. <laughs> and, as simple as it is. <laughs> and, and Bobby, I want to, you know, Rob Dukes was uh, made news recently saying he potentially caught COVID-19 maybe at an overkill show. Were you aware of that? And, and how, have you heard about that before? Well, I, I I didn't lick the top of his beer can. If right. that's what you, mean. <laughs> uh, you know, we had uh, I think four or five of us were sick. Um, right. We started the tour in late February, and by the time we got to Phoenix, it was you know the first week of March. And and Rob came out. We're old friends. He used to live in uh, Nyack, New York. Uh, I had a shop over there, and I, I used to see Rob all the time when he was in Exodus, when he wasn't in Exodus. You know. And uh, a real good friend. And and we had some kind of a respiratory thing going around on the bus, but it, was, it wasn't it was COVID. We had all been checked out um, and, and actually gave him the heads up. I think he came in to give me one of those bro hugs. And I was like, right. I said, for your own good, don't do that. <laughs> so. Right on. So, Mark, uh, besides the project that you're doing now, the PBMD American Made, again, is the album out June 12th. What else is going on with you? Any Metal Allegiance stuff happening? Any other things we should know about? Yeah, just uh, starting to plant the seeds now for um, writing for the next MA record. You know, really, it's in the infancy stages right now. Um, I'm one of those people that likes to be in a room and write together you know the writing by internet it just i i can't i don't i don't get the vibe you know i like to sit in a room with alex and trade riffs and just kind of formulate from there and just once we do that it really it just goes you know it goes you know from you know zero to 100 and that's what happens when we get in a room so we're starting to formulate the seeds though we are trading demos and lyrics and you know, what this next record is going to be, how it's going to be, um, you know, stylistically, you know, and, you know, so we're just starting, starting to form those uh, plans right now, but yeah, there will be a third record. Great to hear. Great to hear. Cool guys. Well, again, the, the couple tracks I've heard off of the American made album by B P M D sound absolutely awesome. Looking forward to more. Uh, obviously no one's playing shows right now, but uh, when we're back to the live setting, is there a chance we'd ever see you guys play out live? I think so. I mean, I think it would have to be specialty shows as you know, we were talking about MA and, and overkill here that we, you know, we have our, our main go-to, I mean, you know, our, this is even a, even a career for me anymore. This is like a, a lifestyle, you know, and, and overkill has been a part of that since the beginning, but I think it's fun to be able to get out there and do this. I think there'd be interest uh, on a festival level to have this thing for uh, possibly an hour long set uh, doing this, because I think the lineup is a great pedigree. I mean, it's, um, we all love this shit. We all, you know, we like playing it and it's, and it's, uh, you know, it, it again, it brings you back to why you did this when, when you first did it as a kid. And that's because it was fun. 
you know, it was fucking fun. And it was, you know, we were kicking out the jams and, and, you know, living out the, that fantasy and that motivation that got us into this back, uh, back when we all had started. Awesome. Yeah, we're supposed to be playing a gig in Jersey actually in a few weeks from now, um, for the old, old bridge, uh, militia. You know, the benefit gig we were supposed to be doing, which sucks. You know, so we definitely have plans. We want to play. It's just a matter of when are we going to be able to. Right. I and, hear you. Um, well, when, whenever the shit clears up. Yeah. And as a as a fan of of the music you guys make, I cannot wait to get back into the uh, the live setting and rock out with you guys because us fans were were really missing it. I, I'm looking at my Ticketmaster app every day. It's like the the shows are just dropping off. So. Fingers crossed we can uh, have a, just a, an amazing 2021. That's what I'm thinking. No doubt, man. We get through this, all of us. Absolutely. That was Toys in the Attic right there. The guy's uh, jamming that out. That's again, Bobby Blitz on the vocals. You got Mike Portnoy on drums. And Phil Demel, Demel, I'm not sure how he pronounces that, D-E-M-M-E-L, 
of violence and ex machine head jamming uh, the guitar on that one so uh great talking with mark and bobby thanks for the time guys hope you guys are staying safe i'd love to see you guys go out and do some live shows with bpmd that would be a lot of fun and uh yeah keep us posted guys so let's do this jerry from long island who is one of my supporters on patreon wanted me to check out the uh, new demons and wizard uh, record wizards i'm sorry demons and wizards record and jerry i bought the record i bought the whole thing on amazon actually wow uh, what a great listen this was released in late february uh, demons and wizards three and so good really just great straight ahead metal kind of moody at times uh, a lot of dynamics Great stuff. So let's end today's podcast with an epic track requested by Jerry from Long Island, a longtime supporter of the Talking Metal podcast. This is Children of Cain by Demons and Wizards. Go buy this record on uh, iTunes or Amazon Music. It's everywhere. Listen to it on Spotify. It's great stuff. Here we go. Children of Cain, Demons and Wizards. Talk to you next time. I've come to claim, come and make me invincible. Send me your messengers, tell them I'm here. Let them redeem the contract, oh, let them seal the past. Then they'll wipe away what I still hear. My brother's blood cries on The ravens, they've come at last Now scratch the ground, seal the past Your mark is mine Free descent to your cave only one shall return As a true child of Cain There is only one solution to break free I'll be invincible I'll be the storm Transcend to fire I will grow How precious moment of bliss
Embrace the morning child of pain Of newborn Witness the dawn of a new age They're in transition to a better world
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.